Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. And if you are listening to the podcast because you missed us live, you can also send us your questions on Facebook and Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. And we will be sure to answer those questions just as soon as we are together again in the studio. Well, today is Friday, and it's a little bit of a free-for-all Friday. We're going to be talking about uh, Doug's interview yesterday uh, with the crew of the Just Thinking podcast, um, and we're going to be talking a little bit about that and also about the news of the day, but we would love for you to call in, uh, like I said, uh, and just share what you thought of uh, how the conversation went, if you heard it, or if you want to talk about um, some news or anything that's going on, uh, if you would call about that. Again, the number is one eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. That's one eight four four triple seven SWAT. And again, you can email us if you are shy at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Well, Taylor, you and I have already spent some time today doing some training. Yeah. Man, it was hot out there today. For yeah. all those folks in Jacksonville, nice and warm, mm-hmm. lots of pollen. I saw a lot of green cars driving yeah. from the beach in. Um, for the folks in Mississippi, uh, listening on WMER, if you live out Highway 19, you probably got stranded. I saw yesterday a, a dam burst, or oh, wow. a, there was a breach, and and like a person, a person had a private dam or a private lake, uh-huh. and the highway for about a hundred yards was flooded. Wow. It's crazy. Uh, and my parents live out on 19 huh. Pass, so fortunately they probably weren't traveling in, but nobody was able to pass that. I mean, it looked like a full blown. Uh, monsoon over in uh, huh. india flood so uh anyway uh so uh so glad you folks are listening in meridian on wmer up on the lighthouse in virginia not sure what the weather's like up there but it is sunshiny and warm here mm-hmm. and um speaking of, of, of warm man it uh did you watch the press conference uh, uh the president's press conference I saw yesterday? parts of it yeah uh you know listen our country is, for believers out there, uh, we definitely need to pray for our leaders, mm-hmm. uh, but we need to be concerned because I had one guy sent me a, a text that um, if I was the leader of Haiti, I would consider invading the United <laughs> States after watching that press conference because it was really not good at all. Yeah. It was a terrible optic mm-hmm. of a leader uh, leading our country. And um, and this is the longest stint between getting into office and having an actual press conference that's ever, you know, in history. Um, he waited 60 days to actually have a press conference. And then with all that prep, you know, what we got was like, ooh. Well, and yeah, and everything was kind of red. Uh, he had so, pictures. I, well, somebody showed me that, too. I mean, I was just like. So all that to say, folks, that you had better be prepared. There is a lot of stuff happening right now behind the scenes that uh, people are not even aware of. For instance, Taylor, being a former military person, 
Did you know that right now in the military they are doing training where they list alongside, uh, and this was in Newsweek, all right? Um, This was an opinion. uh, First Liberty Institute, Mike Berry, talked about when they are doing extremism in the armed forces that alongside the KKK Mm. and ISIS and other extremist groups they talk about evangelical christians and catholics i mean did you ever think i mean like uh this was uh in a u.s army reserve training presentation entitled religious extremism which again identified al-qaeda hamas the kkk uh, as groups that use or advocate violence to accomplish their objectives and they are rightly classified as extremists, right? Nobody mm-hmm. has a problem with that. But the slide also listed evangelical Christianity and Catholicism, whose basic religious teachings, you shall not commit murder. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, how do they, how do, they do that? Uh, would they go back to the religious wars of the, you know, the, the Pentagon? The Pentagon leadership right now, this is this is a big problem because the Pen- you've got people in the military. This is another way to stifle mm. um, the expression of faith. Mm-hmm. And again, when you go into the military should not be an experiment, mm-hmm. but it is made up of people from a lot of different backgrounds. And Christians have... If, if you got somebody who is a devout believer in Jesus Christ, I'm talking about a, a not a poser, mm-hmm. a real believer in Jesus Christ, a follower of Jesus Christ who's going to be a fisher of men, that person is a good soldier. That person is a good Marine. Mm-hmm. Not perfect, but that person, if they are in Christ, they understand authority, they understand they're underneath authority, and they understand to work within that authority as and to to honor their master according to what the scripture says who would be their senior officer mm-hmm. and they serve well it doesn't mean they follow everything if it if it goes against biblical instruction but they honor the the authority over them but when you stop and think that just because christians and catholics hold to views that are 2000 years old mm-hmm that God created sexuality within a set of boundaries and a design and labeled them extremists and unfit to serve, uh, that is a redefinition of extremism in a way that I think is bringing, we're going to see more and more a persecution of believers as we mm-hmm. move forward. Yeah. And did did you know that? Had you no, heard about that? I hadn't. I know that. Uh, I don't know if you saw this like years ago, maybe in 2010 or something. Uh, Focus on the family had been put on a list similar to that, and there was a you know a lot of backlash. It was all in the news, and you know they came back and apologized. But I did not hear about this. Uh, now that is even broader. That any evangelical, any Catholic is a uh, an extremist, and you know especially with Catholics, there's a ton of Catholics who are super. Uh, progressive and um, joe biden calls himself a catholic well and, yeah uh, i well i would I, I don't know <laughs> i would i mean i don't think he is but yeah, i'm just yeah. saying that that they would lump ca- catholics and evangelical that, that is a, such a wide 
uh, group of people in the country who at least call themselves that. I'm not saying that they're yeah. Who who you know, really. Uh, who is most likely to be good servants in the military is going to be those people, yeah. right? Uh, but e- even though they may, might disagree with them philosophically, to label them as an extremist group is really, that's a big step. And I think uh, if you are listening today, you need to reach out to your congressman. You need to reach out to your senator, send them an email, uh, send them a note. You need to pray uh Pray for the wisdom of our leaders to recognize um, uh, this is wrong, uh, at least under the Constitution it's wrong, mm-hmm. under the, the way the Constitution was set up. Our Constitution was founded under Judeo-Christian values. But, you know, when uh, they put defense, uh, 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 Lloyd Austin as Secretary of Defense, and he ordered a stand-down to address extremism mm-hmm. you know uh, it to, to to include evangelical christians and catholics in that is a big step i think that's uh it's not surprising though you know uh just with with where the culture is headed and um you know i think we got a, a, a text about a news article that talking about the radicalization in the schools and looking at christians and calling them uh, you know, bigots, basically, how they're teaching that in Minnesota. Um, it, it's, it should be expected that we're going to be considered, uh, you know, radicals and extremists. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's a shameful, but that's the, the reality of moving to an anti-Christian rather than a post-Christian culture. Yeah, it and it it is coming quicker rather than later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, you, you better stand by. You know, um, there was... Um, uh, a, a Marine Corps officer last week, uh, or, or I'm sorry, it was this week, earlier this week, warned Congress when he was testifying uh, against classifying Christians in the military as a, a religious extremist. Um, and again, he, he was quoting from that. That was his article, mm-hmm. the guy who did that. Mm-hmm. He quoted uh, in Newsweek magazine and editorial uh, just thinking about that, I mean, like, that's just, it goes back to me thinking what you were talking about earlier in the week, uh, Jack Phillips, who was at Colorado Baker, mm-hmm. who was back in the news for talking about refusing to make a transgender transition cake. Yep. Um, and I, I just think as believers, we, we're going to have to decide whether we, uh, whether we are going to be bold and speak the truth lovingly but truthfully, or we're going to shrink back out of fear of losing our job, out of fear of, uh, because it's being told it's not loving to speak the truth, Yeah, but it's really not loving to let somebody believe a delusion or believe mm-hmm. a lie when you know it's a lie. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I listened to something, uh, and said, uh, truth without love is, um, uh, what, I, I just remember this love without truth is hypocrisy is basically what it was saying that if you just say, Oh, you know, I'm going to be kind and loving to this person, but you never speak the truth into their life. You're being a hypocrite, you know, and you're not being authentic to who you are and, and you're not really loving that person because you're not telling them, you know, what the truth is. Well, yesterday my wife, uh, had a, had her Bible study group, uh, and we went and saw the passion of the Christ as mm-hmm. a private screening at Cinemark. And, just a reminder of what he went through and you know as believers he he says 
if they persecute me, we've talked about this this mm-hmm. past couple of weeks, they're going to persecute us. So we better get ready. It's coming. Yeah. So I hope you'll call in today and let's talk about yesterday or the persecution or even what we've been talking about. Okay. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Stay tuned. You're listening to SWAT radio. If you'd like to contact SWAT radio, the toll free number is one 844 That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. That is Red Letters by David Crowder. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us, it's a little bit of a free-for-all Friday. We are taking questions uh, throughout the whole hour. We're talking about the news, uh, what's been in the news this week, and also talking about um, Doug's interview yesterday with the Just Thinking Podcast crew. So if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Hey, another thing in the news is that uh, the standards for the Army fitness chests are changing again to make Mm -hmm. sure women can qualify Mm -hmm. for combat. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. Okay, so here's the thing. So let's just look at it, stop for a moment, and think biblically about this. And um, does the Bible ever address women in combat directly mm. not directly mm. you you won't find any direct prohibitions or affirmations from it okay but if you take the bible as a whole and you look at what it talks about men and women when it comes to roles and responsibilities in the church uh and in our community and at home uh you have you have a kind of um clear terms between a mother a father a wife and a husband would you agree with that Mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty clear right Uh, the roles of men and women are very different as defined by the bible whether our culture accepts it or not they're very different uh we are made equal in god's image as far as value is concerned but Mm -hmm. we are not image as far as function Mm -hmm. god has called us to different functions different roles and 
Paul over and over talks about this. And even in his letter to the Ephesians, he brings that up. And uh, there's a a specific division of labor and distinct roles, even as it relates to teaching in the church. Um, And that's clear in Scripture. And Mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with culture because Paul takes it all the way back to Adam and Eve. Yeah. And so that that distinguishes it from their particular culture thousands of years later. Uh, But if you look at our culture, whether you're woke or whether you're progressive or whatever you want to call yourself, you allow the culture to influence more of your decision than the Bible. We are not to be like that. We're to be like the Bereans. And um, but if you start looking at the distinctions between men and women uh, and you look at our society, um, you start seeing how that the erosion of those roles, uh, the breakdown of the family and all those things come together. Even look in the movie industry and the, mm-hmm. the, the way they glamorize the, the uh, combatant female, whether it's Sarah Connor and Terminator or whether it's, you know, I don't know, pick somebody. Uh, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Peppermint, whatever that girl's, oh, well. <laughs> you know, whatever her name was in that movie. But anyway... Women have different body structures, structures, different uh, strength and skeletal structures. Mm-hmm. Women's body by DNA and God's design were created to birth babies, to nurture them, care for them as a mother, and raise them and build into them. Men, because of their body design and God's design, were made to be hunter-gatherers, protect their Mm -hmm. wives and their families and it doesn't mean that a woman can't step in if there's no man there but if there's a man there by role god has designed that now i know that's very controversial Mm -hmm. in the time we live in but christians we need to be biblical in the way we think about it Uh, um, and, and if you look Around the world, most cultures recognize that. That's seen oppressive by some of the feminists in our mm-hmm. culture. But what one of the things that's happened to the men is we've emasculated the men in our culture uh, by changing this view of roles. Yeah. Um, but when you start to change the values of standardization to accommodate the weakness of another gender— in the military, you compromise the military efficiency. Yeah. And that's what's happening. And nobody's talking about it. It's not politically correct. And, um, you well, know, I, I understand that it's, uh, it's, we've had women in the military before, but in combat roles, that's a fairly modern thing. That's mm-hmm. not something that's, you know, been around for a long time. In in the the military's own studies have, have shown that when a woman is present in those roles, the combat effectiveness of the whole um, unit goes down sixty five percent. And now you want to lower the standard to make sure more women are there. That's not just lowering the standard for the women. That's lowering the standard for the type of men that you're going to get uh, in the military as well. And I really think that you know these feminists, this modern wave of feminists, uh, they really hate the feminine. And, and if you look at what we're doing, we're emasculating men, yes, but we're also making females want to be more manly and devaluing the the traditional role of, of the woman in, in the house as a homemaker. Um, that is something that the feminists say, you're a terrible woman if you want to do that. 
if you want to live like a woman, oh, that's that's terrible that you you need to act like a man. You need to think like a man. And you need to work like a man. And that's just preposterous. Well, that's that's the big push. Right. Mm-hmm. And and it goes right along with lesbianism. It goes mm-hmm. right. Wrong. All these go against God's design. Now, that's a very touchy road. I realize that with people. But here's the thing. When you got politicians say we need to change the test because too many women are failing it. What they're not looking at is the bigger picture. What is the purpose of the military? It is not a yeah. social experiment. It is, yeah. it, it, is, it is to protect and defend the country. Mm-hmm. It is, it, so, so if you just think for a second what they're saying, um, when they say you're going to have to make changes in the test to accommodate women, that they're cha- saying we don't care about the defense. We want it to look like this. Yeah. And that's a big problem, folks, because when you have the leader that we have now who is perceived as weak, listen, this is not just Doug McCary saying this. Uh, and by the way, the views of Doug McCary are not necessarily the views of this radio station, but the views that uh, observations of our current president as a weak leader has been uh, verbalized by other country leaders around the world mm-hmm. at what's going on right now in our country. And so when when that guy sent me that um, that text about Haiti could you know is probably thinking about invading us right now, China and Russia are real threats. Mm-hmm. And so when you take a weak leader, and then you take a weak military, it's inviting, you know. And it it, it wouldn't surprise me if we saw China go for Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Or some other islands over there and gain ground mm-hmm. and and us lose some of that ability as a country. And you gotta remember, if we really stand for the things that we've always stood for, who's the greatest force for good in the world? It was the United States of America. Mm-hmm. I mean, it as a country, I'm just speaking purely of the yep. countries, but but we're in real jeopardy of that and losing that power. Yeah, and that's what's so surprising about this as far as if you look at it from the historical scale of the country and what we have stood for and, um, you know, how we have been a force for good. But it's really not a surprise if you look, you know, back just to Genesis, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's part of the curse is that, uh, you know, he told Eve that you'll de- you're, you will desire for him and he will lord over you. So it's, it's not really surprising that we're doing that. That's what happens when you get rid of the Bible and you get rid of Christian morality. It's just a shame to see a country, uh, you know, the country that we had been, you know, kind of devolving into this. And, and you're right, it, it's going to make us uh, not as stable uh, on the world stage and not as stable internally, especially when you add in um, the the politis- politicization of the military um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely cause for concern. Well, and, and here's what the thing is. Okay. You got to remember when women first started coming into combat, I still remember them having these conversations and they were talking about, well, we're not going to change the standards. They still have to pass them, but look, that's what they're doing mm-hmm. now. And here's what they're saying. Congress, the United States Congress, very liberal, progressive, as a majority right now is putting political pressure on the military to come up with a test that allows more women. Why? Because they don't possess the upper body strength that the current test requires and the endurance. Now, when they get on a battlefield, 
the Chinese, yeah. the Russians not going to go, oh, wait a minute, yeah. we got women. Okay, so uh, let's not make these barriers, uh, upper body uh, requirements, the same as for men. Right. Let's change. No, they don't do that. And this is why it's so ludicrous. And so if you're listening again, first of all, pray that heads will prevail. I mean, wise wisdom and 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 congressmen will start realizing this is not a good idea because it's it's going to be put to a test you watch Mm -hmm. but call your congressman call your senator why because we live in a free country we live in a country that we have an ability to do that so let's call our congress call john rutherford congressman rutherford call um rick scott uh, senator scott call a marco marco rubio call them and say hey please Stop the military from being degraded by this politicization. And uh, and and as believers, we need to affirm there's biblical differences between males and females. Mm-hmm. But see, all this transgenderism and all this stuff has really made us, we don't even want to talk about it. I mean, even what you were saying earlier and what I said earlier about the way God designed the male and female roles, you start talking like that, man, you get really bad looks, even in churches, mm-hmm. evangelical churches. It's a battle to talk about that. Why is that? Yeah. Why is something that is so obvious, so plain to the naked eye? I mean, it, it is it is clear reality. Why is that so controversial to say? Why are you getting weird looks for that? <laughs> it, it, it's it's insane to say, hey, you know what? Um, maybe men and women shouldn't fight each other. Right. And, and yeah. physically, like in the octagon or something like there's a reason there's men uh, you know and women sports are different although that is something that is changing, <laughs> changing now too. yeah I um, know. but at the fact that even the church is saying oh well, i don't know maybe we shouldn't talk about do you that. want is your this... daughter to be drafted in the military no yeah no i don't want my daughters to be drafted in the military uh but you know that's that's where we're headed to mm-hmm. we're going to that direction and it's going to be a mindset that is corrosive to men and women's relationships with each other you know, especially in the military and, you know, the type of thinking that's going to well, prevail. Well, there's so. absolutely something wrong with a society that says there's no distinction between men and women. Yep. That's not biblical, folks. Yep. All right. We are up against the news break. We'll be back with more after the news. We'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Ace Door and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to our sponsor, Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug, D-O-U-G, at SWATradio.com. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after the news. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. That was Need to Breathe with Brother. If you are just joining us, it's a little bit of a free-for-all Friday. Uh, We are talking about the news of the week, and also we're going to be getting into uh, Doug's interview yesterday with the crew of the Just Thinking podcast. But we would love to have you join the discussion um, with either talking about the uh, 
the interview yesterday or talking about just any of the news that's been going on, if you would like to, you can call us at one eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. That's one eight four four triple seven SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask A S K at SWATradio.com. Yeah, here's the thing. There's something wrong, like I said, with a society that says that all distinctions between men and women are out the door. Yeah. And you know, I don't know about you. I was raised to open the door for women, mm-hmm. to be a protector of women. And there have been studies that if you, let's say there's 10 guys given a task to take a hill, 10 guys going and the missions to take that hill. If you get friends go down, you're going to want to protect them, but the missions to take the hill. If you have one woman in that group, when that woman goes down, they're not going to leave her there. Mm-hmm. Some guy's going to stay there. They're not going to go. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just instinctive, and all the guys' attention initially is going to be drawn to that. Yeah, because and, and that's a good thing. That that is it is a how good you thing. should be. But there, it, it's either going to be that way, or it's going to be we're going to condition that out of you. And so now the soldiers, because of training. Uh, have been conditioned to hey even if she goes down you got to treat her like a man and subconsciously that's going to leak out into other areas of life well if if you uh, you know al moeller said this if you buy into that there's no distinction between men and women then you're gonna have to be compelled to argue for the required registration of young women and girls in the selective service and they're doing that already. yeah i mean that's it's coming and uh you know, he asked this question. I thought it was really good. How long will it be until there is an argument there will be no advancement in the military until a sufficient number of those identified as minority or until we have no functioning military because the demands go all the way from general to private? Mm. You stop and think about that for a second because you had two senators just this week say that they're not going to confirm somebody unless they meet a certain requirement and mm-hmm. not the best candidate. They have to function within identity politics. Yeah. So anyway, um, I think we got a caller. Ken, welcome to SWAT radio. Good afternoon. I listen to you all very often. And what I am deeply saddened over is for the last 50, 60 years as a society, we have progressively moved to kick God out of everything. Mm-hmm. And, that really is, as I look at it, the root of everything that's going on right now. And at some point in time, uh, we will not have God's favor, and we will become a tertiary power in the world. No longer will we be the shining light on the hill, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's because we really have kicked God out of every facet of society. Everything that we do, we've completely taken him out of the home. We've redefined what uh, marriages. We've redefined gender identity, and to your point, it's completely anathema to what God says in the Bible. Yeah, and we will, we will, we will suffer for that. Yeah, where, uh, Ken, where are you calling from? From Jacksonville. Okay, so you're here in Jacksonville. Thank you for calling. Um, you know, have you ha- have you thought much about what's going on with the whole? Uh, disintegration of roles between men and women in our culture and and even now what they're doing in the military does that bother you at all 
tremendously because you want the best person, the best soldier defending defending uh, a town, defending a country, defending or going on a mission. You can take and be politically correct and distribute minorities and to have women involved in some things, but never the military. Mm-hmm. Never the military in a combat situation. That's completely different from anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, here's here's what's interesting to me, and I don't hear a lot of, of pastors teaching on this, but in Titus 2, it says that women are to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind, submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. Now, if that's in God's word, and if it's true, then why why are we neglecting that? Um, I, I don't hear anybody talking about that very much, that that when you start talking about women in combat and, and working as a culture, I think our founding fathers would be rolling over it mm-hmm. right now if they were here and, mm-hmm. and tearing their clothes and, and repenting in dust and ashes uh, for what's going on because that goes directly against Titus too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Ken, had you thought Absolutely. about that? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And that, like I said, that just goes to the greater, greater moral fiber mm-hmm. and how we've completely uh, taken the uh, barriers down between mm. between men and women. Yeah. And you- I, think, I think you made a point so, so wonderfully that we have emasculated men and we've emasculated, made more masculine women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Ken, did you did you get a chance to listen yesterday by chance to uh, Daryl and uh, Virgil on here? Unfortunately, I did not. Mm-hmm. I did not. Yeah, they they did a great job. I really want to encourage you to go back and listen to uh, that podcast. But um, uh, Daryl uh, Daryl recommended a book that. Uh, he actually he recommended too, um, but uh, go back and and listen to those podcasts because he talks about CRT, which is critical race theory, and he uh, he talked about uh, two books: African Slave Trade to Understand It by a guy named Basil Davidson, and uh, it just talks about that. That's I think that's an important thing for us to think about. Um, and, uh, if you will give, uh, Steve your address and name, I will send you that a paperback copy of that book just for calling in today. Okay. It's called the oh, African. Yes. It's called much. the African slave trade. He said it was a great book and insight to the true story of slavery. And so, uh, I think oh, it's important. Terrific. Yeah. So go ahead and give that to, uh, Steve. And uh, he's going to take you off air. Thank you for listening to SWAT Radio. Thank you for calling in. You know, he made a great point, uh, Ken did, talking about, um, you know, the, the, the taking God out of society. And, you know, he's saying that he was worried that we would uh, lose God favor, God's favor. I think that we already have as a country. I mean, we're, we're up against almost 50 years of murdering uh, babies in the womb. You know what I mean? It's 1970s. Over 60 million yeah, babies have 19, been murdered. Yeah. 
1973 is when that uh, ruling came down. Um, so I, you know, I and then with that, you know, the, taking God out of every context of society and then going against the very fabric of you know he created the male and female and we're we're raging against that. I think that he um, has given us over to our our lusts and our passions as as is talked about in Romans and that we're suffering the consequence of turning. Well, if you God. if you look at Romans one, okay, here's the progression: sexual immorality or sexual revolution, which we had in the fifties, sixties, right? Really, kind of the sixties, seventies. Uh, then you had the homosexual revolution, mm-hmm. which came about in the 80s, right, and 90s. And then lesbianism really grew out of that. Uh, and now we're just full-blown. Everybody does whatever they want, mm-hmm. and people approve of it, and people that call themselves believers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you've got churches with homosexual priests mm-hmm. and pastors yep. and, and, and people doing marriages uh, in the name of, of the God of the Bible who are blessing these um, really things that go against what God says in his word. And again, folks, this is going to be considered hate speech sooner rather than later. So you need to be prepared. If you are going to speak God's truth, one be loving to the people Mm -hmm. because Paul says such were some of you. And he included that in there. So whether it's homosexuality, adultery, uh, just greed, addiction, whatever it is, we're all sinful people. We all need to repent. We don't go to hell because we commit particular sins. We go to hell because we reject Jesus. Yeah. But if you embrace Jesus, your life's going to change. Yeah. He does not save you to just take care of who you are. So, uh, you know, he doesn't take, he didn't bring you in just to leave you the way you were. He changes you and uses you for his glory. You become a partner with him in taking that message to other people. And so as believers, uh, one of the things that was so telling about the other night when Rick Brackett, who, who, by the way, is going to call in next segment, uh, Rick is with East West Ministries and he does mobilization training and he did some discipleship the other night. And one of the things he said that was so impactful was that, you know, if you are not fishing for men, you're not following Jesus. Plain and simple. Because what does Jesus say in Matthew 4, 19? He says, follow me and what? I will make you. So you've got God making the proclamation that if you do this, I'll do this. So if this isn't happening, in other words, if the fishing for men isn't happening, there's only one reason why. It's because you're not following him. Yeah. You may be following his teaching. You may be following a church. You may be following what you think is him. But you're not following the Jesus of the Bible. Because mm-hmm. if you follow that Jesus, you're going to be fishing for men. So uh, Rick's going to call in the next segment. And uh, and we're going to talk about some training he's going to be doing this weekend. So, again, thanks for calling, Ken. Hope you guys stay with us through the break, right? All right. We will be back with more after the break. We'd like to give a shout-out to our listeners listening in Virginia at the Lighthouse, as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WMER, as well as all of you listening here locally, 91.7 in Jacksonville, 91.9 in St. Augustine, and 91.3 in Folkestone, Georgia. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. Sky traced out by the city lights, my world from a mile high. Best seat in the house tonight. Touchdown in the cold black top. Hold on for the sudden stop. Breathing the familiar shock of confusion and that is Give Me Your Eyes by Brandon Heath. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, we actually had a call come in. Uh, just before the break, and we want to go ahead and get to Gary now real quick before we get uh, into our guest. So, Gary, how are you doing today? I'm well. Good afternoon. I didn't mean to call such a stir. you got to always assume that the microphone is hot. And, like, I called <laughs> a little stir about not going on before the break. No, that's okay. It's all good, Gary. How you, where are you calling from? I'm well. Well, Doug, I'm calling from your hometown, Meridian, Mississippi. You and I know each other very well, and I, I just choose to use my birth-given name as opposed to my handle. And uh, I must admit, however, first I'd be remiss if I didn't say congratulations. I remember when you first announced here locally of one of the radio stations local, locally that you were uh, in, embarking uh, on this, uh, embarking upon this adventure, and congratulations on its success. But uh, I, I still, having said that, I, I still reserve the right to uh, almost vehemently disagree with some of the things you've said. Uh, and I don't know bec- uh, because of uh, the time uh, constraints here with your guests coming up. Uh, maybe I'll call back another time. But uh, listening to what you were saying relative to uh, the scriptural uh, uh, assertion of uh, a woman's place and uh, the things that uh, relate to women in the military, I am first. I am a uh, proud uh husband, proud father of daughters, uh, a proud uh, grandfather of a daughter, and uh, I would like to think that uh, those women in my life could uh, feel that they could avail themselves to whatever level of achievement in this world that God has given them the abilities to do. And I think to uh, have an archaic and almost barbaric uh, point of view of a woman's uh, place if there is to assert that a woman have a place as a black man uh doug i can remember when we were told once upon a time to stay in quote our place end quote and uh i'm an avid listener to conservative talk radio yes sir and ordinarily i admittedly so i would be listening to hannity but i opted uh, to listen to you this afternoon and uh <laughs> well i'm glad uh, hey gary i'm glad you did and i listen I am okay if you disagree with me, but you know what I appreciate? 
you being willing to call in and let's have dialogue, right? I mean, that's Absolutely. that's Absolutely. That, that's what it's about. And listen, we're okay. I'm, I'm going to get Rick on in a minute, but I, I want to talk to you for a second. Are, would you consider yourself a believer? Oh, no, 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 more than more than uh, uh, more than consider. I, I know for a fact. I know in whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that He is able to keep that which I have committed unto Him against that day. I've been walking with the Lord for forty-two years. I remember the exact day, moment, and 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 everything that I accepted Jesus Christ into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Okay, so there's no doubt about where I stand. Okay, so when you go to the Book of Titus and you see. Paul instructing Titus how to how to lead people in the church, and he gives specific instructions to older women to train the younger women to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind, submissive to their husbands, that the word of God might be reviled. How, how do you deal with that in the sense of when our whole country has deviated from that? And listen, I, I have if women want to work, they want to serve in the military. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm okay if a woman does that uh, to a point. What, but what, what I'm saying, what, when what, women what, abdicate what, that role that God had given them to be mothers to their children, then it, it becomes a problem for me. I think because I think it's it, it would go against that. But I'm uh, you, go ahead, you, share what you think. I, I believe, I believe that you know, as the scripture give bases, that the scriptures are good for correction and directions, et cetera, et cetera. I believe that uh, the, the Bible itself. I believe that the scripture. You have to. There are certain uh, terms and, and, and certain ideologies. Now, let me let me say this first. I'm not talking about God changing. I'm talking about the directions of the scripture. I believe, are relative sometimes to the dispensation of time. And there were even one in one occasion when Paul told the women to sit down and shut up in the book of Corinthians, and there were some things that were going on. So I think that the, 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 the uh, history of why these things were being said, and, and I believe it's important that we bring those out, because I think just for us to just uh, decide sometime as men to just sit down and just read the Scriptures and, and uh and the Bible said that the latter kill it, but the Spirit give it life. I think we have to, with an open mind, and ask God to help our minds to really understand. And to tell you the reason why I say that too, let me, if you allow me to just digress for a moment. I made, uh, I made the statement that I am a black man, and I use the term black man as opposed to African American, because I'm an American that just happened to be black. And I, don't, I think when I hyphen with African, I think I alienate myself from being an American. That's not my intention to do that. But I'm 63 years old. I will be in May. And I came up, and I did not experience the brunt of uh, segregation, but unfortunately uh, my uh, parents and grandparents did. And uh, I've always been an avid listener to radio and, uh, and uh, watching television. And I can remember how that uh, what Dr. King proposed, uh, the reasoning behind uh, the march uh, to Selma. He wanted to appeal to the consciousness of America. Well, at that time I was also listening, and I didn't hear – white ministers to stand up and vehemently denounce racism like they do uh, uh, abortions and and, and, and and homosexuality and all the things now that I believe that the scripture actually con- condemns and, 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 and preach against. And, and, and it also talking about hating and loving your brother and some of the same individuals, Doug, who would be those uh, trustees in predominantly white congregations of churches, those individuals 
would be in a segregated uh, mindset, in a segregated setting, and then they would go to those banks on Monday morning after in the black churches we had collected our offering, taking it to those uh, taking it to those banks to deposit, and they would bank presidents, and they would not allow even fairness in lending for us to expand our communities with businesses. And that's just that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's some other things. But the point I'm saying, there has to be a consistency from us as Christians. If what uh, and I was I voted for Barack Obama. I voted for uh, Joe Biden. I did not vote uh, for Donald Trump. Donald Trump was not a godly man. Uh, I don't believe that Barack Obama was a uh, uh, was a uh, antichrist. I don't. He did, he 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 supported some things that I vehemently disagree. And I reserve the right, and I publicly and my uh, social media outlets disagree with him. And the things uh, at which I disagree uh, with concerning this president, I will disagree with. But for the church to stand up and self-appoint and anoint Donald Trump as a saint without him confessing himself who he is and admitting who he is. It was, I, I, I've never seen Christianity uh, put to such a, uh, uh, a distasteful a display of public uh, uh, ridicule, in my humble opinion. It was wrong what they did to say that this man was a godly man, well, hey, well, Gary, hey, listen, because we, we, I do need to get Rick on here. I want, I want to ask you if next Wednesday, because I will not be in Monday and Tuesday, but next Wednesday, okay. I'll be back. Okay. I would love to have further discussion with you. Uh, and I, I so appreciate you calling and I so appreciate you listening. And, um, and, and I, I would love to have some further dialogue. It's just that Rick is, I, I asked Rick to call in about this thing tomorrow. But I appreciate your perspective, and I'm glad that we can have this dialogue. I'm glad you're a believer, and I look forward to talking to you, if you can, next Wednesday, okay? If you can't Wednesday, maybe Thursday, okay? Okay, my my schedule permitting, I will do so. And and once again, I say congratulations, uh, and uh, congratulations to your mom and dad for having reared such a a, a great young man, because I do thank the world of you, and you'll know who I am we talk uh, off air and, and everything but uh, i just choose to use the birth name okay well, well, well gary okay. thank thank you for calling and be blessed okay thank you so much uh, thank you thank you thank you Doug. Right. well that was a good call you know i would like, love to talk to him more i know we, we, we just kind of strapped yeah. for time i don't think started. we're too far off as far as with the women thing and then no, no, some no. other stuff you know is a little bit different uh would love to talk to him more especially because you know no but he was right yeah. okay there there was a lack of people really standing up to some of the ethnic prejudice that was going on. And that's wrong. Yeah. It should be called wrong. I have no problem with yeah. that. And, you know, I'm mixed, you know, so I'm black and white. So I, I'm very aware of all that as well. Uh, would have loved to have gotten to see, yeah. you know, where he was going with that as far as how it related to what he first called with. So, unfortunately, we had to yeah. get to now Rick. Yeah, Rick. Hey, Rick Brackett from East West Ministries. Uh, they got training tomorrow at Redeemer Church. Rick, real quick, tell us about what the training is, and tell us what time it is tomorrow at Redeemer Church and where it's located. Yeah, so it's uh, thanks very much for having me on, Doug. It's uh, great to be with you. Uh, interesting uh, hearing uh, Gary's point of view. And this is the problem when we look at, you know, man for the right decisions, because as you know, we're all fail- failable. And so our as we talked about the other day, we're just in the process of falling forward. That's what we need to try to do. So we're going to error, but what we need to do is hold fast to the word of truth, and I know you believe that strongly as part of SWAT, as uh, Warriors for Truth. So thanks very much again for having me on. We're going to be doing gospel conversation training 
It's going to start at 9 o'clock a.m. Uh, at Redeemer Church, and Redeemer is at 190 South Roscoe Boulevard in Ponte Vedra, Florida. It's right there off the uh, off the intercoastal when you come across that, uh, uh, sorry, South Ponte Vedra area there as you head from Michaelers Landing. It's going to be before that, right there past the bridge, if uh, you're familiar with that. You can look it up. But just look up Redeemer Church. It'll come up anywhere and you uh, Google that. So we're going to start at 9 o'clock. It would be great if people could register on Eventbrite. It's a field-free uh, uh, program that we're having, but what we're doing is Redeemer is going to provide lunch for us, so we really need a good count of uh, who's going to be there since they're going to be ordering lunches for us. And where do they go to do that, Rick? They can go to online to event, just Google or Bing, you know, www.eventbrite.com and then just type in Gospel Conversation Training, and it should come up. And it's just a free registration. We're just trying to get proper numbers of people so we can make sure everybody's got a lunch provided when they show up uh, tomorrow for the training. Because it is going to be a half-day training. We're going to go from 9 in the morning till 2 in the afternoon. It's going to include going through basically uh, why, we're, why we're disciples, who we disciple, what we're going to say when we're in conversations with people, what we're going to say, you know, my story, God's story, what we went through the other night with, uh, with you and the men, and then when are we going to start the process of being a disciple. And then we're going to actually go out into uh, the Ponte Vedra area and uh, engage with people and talk with them, uh, see how we can pray for them, care for them, share with them, and hopefully enter spiritual conversations with them to let them know that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, and everyone needs a personal relationship with Him, because that's our greatest need. Okay, so that's tomorrow, 9 o'clock, Redeemer Church. Go to Eventbrite, put in Gospel Conversations. It should come up. Free registration. They're providing lunch, and I can attest it's awesome training. Rick, it does a great job. Thank you so much, Rick, for calling in, and uh, we'll be praying for you guys tomorrow. All right. Appreciate it, Doug. Thanks for your time. It's the end of the week. That's all we have for SWAT Radio. We are so happy that we had everybody call in today. Um, It was a great uh, program, if I do say so myself. I thought it was great. (laughs) I loved having you guys on. Um, But that's all we got for this week. Join us next week. If you missed the SWAT Radio (laughs) We'll be back on SWAT next week. Then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening...